In a world so full of questions and confusion, sometimes it can be hard to know where to turn for answers. Lucky for you, you've come to the right place. This is Letters to Jules and Josh. Welcome back to the pod, folks. Another episode of Letters to Jules and Josh with a funky new intro. I am Jules, and here with me is everyone's beloved best friend, Josh. Josh, how are you feeling today, man? Man, I'm doing good, but I think the bigger question here is, how are you doing with your newfound fame on TikTok? Oh, man. I'm riding high for everyone. Just so everybody knows, in the last four days, I have received 10,000 views on TikTok. So I will be retiring from the podcast and moving to the Hype House (laughs) in California. No, man, it's good. This is my moment. I am uh, Lady Gaga in The Star is Born, bro. If you were invited to the Hype House, would you take that invitation? Bro, I'd never leave you. <laughs> I'd, never, I'd never freaking leave you. But you know what, man? This podcast is not about me and my incredible, amazing TikTok success. This podcast is about the people. So let's... Should we just jump right in in the first, the first email of the day? Let's do it, man. All right. This email is from Brian, and Brian says to go ahead and use his name. All right, Brian, we will do that. Hi, Jules and Josh. I have a question about a potential red flag I noticed in the girl I'm talking to. For context, we're both 20 and both still full-time students at the same university. We run in the same friend circle, so we've been around each other a lot over the past few years, but never really hung out alone. To be honest with you guys, I've always kind of had a crush on her, but never thought anything more of it than just a little crush. Recently, though, our dynamic has changed a lot. Our school is shut down, so we're both living at home with our parents in different towns. Naturally, people are bored, and through some sneaky Insta-story answering activity on my part, a a man after my own heart, We started talking more and more over the past few months. It started off slow with an Insta story response here and there, and then we started snapping, and now it is heated up to the point of almost daily video calls and full-on confessions of crushes by both parties. So obviously, I'm super pumped about these developments. However, however is in full, all caps, just so everybody knows. However, A situation came up recently that seems like a potentially massive red flag. Okay. Okay. Interesting. About two weeks ago, she Snapchatted me at 8 a.m. in bed with her parents. So I was obviously like, hmm, that's a little weird. After some delicate information inquiry, man, I love this guy's email. She revealed to me that she often goes into her parents' room at night and in the mornings to cuddle, and will sometimes even sleep in the same bed as them. Dudes, this seems super weird, no? Like, I'm relatively close with my parents, but this is a whole different level of closeness that I didn't know existed. So my question to you guys is, should this change how I feel about her? (laughs) I really like her and enjoy talking to her a lot but I also don't want to end up cuddling with her parents someday. What would you guys do in my shoes? Thanks, Brian. That's just an incredible... Brian, before I turn it over to Josh here, 
you're only 20 years old and you're already writing comedic letters at a very high level. So just be proud of yourself because I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that was some really good stuff. That's an interesting story, the way you kind of laid it out for us. I love the background. First of all, congrats on the smooth dating from a distance. <laughs> Congratulations, my man, Brian. And uh, all right, let's just jump right into this one. Look, I think that it's probably kind of hard to judge different family dynamics. Mm -hmm. um, I know some families who are a little bit closer than others. And, you know, there's nothing really weird with those things. You know, uh, Tom Brady, he kisses his kid on the lips. I've never That's been a fan something... of that. Yeah, it's not something that we do in my family. But you know what? It's each their own. So maybe this family is a little bit closer with each other. And so I wouldn't, I wouldn't judge too much because is this family kind of just lying there in the morning together? Uh, they're kind of like an in-bed family. Like maybe they have a TV in their room. They're watching good morning shows. The classic uh, in-bed family. Similar, yeah, exactly. but different to the in-bed family. <laughs> you just Nailed laid it. that one out for me. Go on, go on. They're watching morning shows is where you were. Yeah, they're watching morning shows. And maybe they're just kind of planning their day, you know, and they're all together in bed. Cuddling. Is it, is it that harmful? I, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Okay, the cuddling is weird. The cuddling is weird. I'm definitely with you. It's not a huge deal. It's just a really weird thing. And I will say to Brian, Brian called this a red flag. To me, a true red flag or I guess not just to me, this is the actual definition of a red flag. A red flag is something that is warning you of something to come, right? Mm -hmm. So if this is a true red flag, what is it warning us of? And honestly, for like a one-on-one -on -one thing you've got going with this girl, I don't see this as a warning sign of anything. The one thing for me that comes up is like, if she's snapping you all day and like FaceTiming you every day, and then she's like lying in bed with her parents, telling them about you, that personally would make me a little bit uncomfortable i don't know about you josh yeah but no i feel that like we all have multifaceted personalities right we are like ogres or or onions we <laughs> we have many layers and we peel them back differently depending on who we are with right like if uh, i'm talking to you i'm going to show you a different side of me than if i'm at a job interview or with a girl i really like or if i'm with that girl's parents like, I cannot stress enough that I am bringing a much more polished, not Snapchat version of myself to right. a parent's meeting. So that would stress me out a little bit. And look, it's not really a huge deal. But if we're taking this all the way to like, maybe you meet her parents someday, you should be prepared for them to know things about you that you wouldn't necessarily want them to know or like had told them had it been your place. She's probably lying in bed like, they seem like they're really close. So information might be slipping out. And it has definitely happened to me before that I've met a girl's parents and they've said like, hey, so you, no, 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 this thing. And in my head, I'm like, oh, fuck. I didn't want them to know that. Was it a bad thing? Not necessarily a bad thing. Just things that are a little more personal, right? Things that are like right. just a little side of me that's like, you know, I mean, I'm just a personal guy, sort of, despite my large TikTok following podcast. <laughs> and Instagram activity. Right. No, you bring up a really good point. I, I actually hadn't thought of that, that she's kind of sitting there 
with her parents, maybe sharing information that's coming in. So that would put me off as well. I completely agree with you. But I can also see this just being a situation where she's just kind of lying in bed because that's what they do. Maybe, like I said, maybe they just kind of watch TV from the bed. Some families do that. And so what if she's just there on her phone while her parents are not really paying any attention to her? Now, the thing I'll say is you got to be careful with what you're sending, especially by Snap. Keep it PG. <laughs> but if you're just kind of talking, going back and forth, maybe maybe it really isn't that weird. And that's kind of where they hang out as a family. I don't know how many family members are on this bed, how large this bed is, or even how many bed snaps or pictures you're receiving, Brian. I agree that if this is an everyday thing, then that could certainly start to raise some questions. But if Perhaps. this is more once in a while, you know, are they kind of just lying in bed together because they're waiting for the brother to come make them breakfast in bed? Hmm. What's what's their what's their routine? That you know, hadn't crossed my mind. We don't want to judge them. I will say the cuddling in bed thing is kind of weird. I like a good cuddle. I don't cuddle with my parents. What about the sleeping in the bed overnight thing? is is just weird it's just weird but honestly i think that's where we end up with this entire question is that man if you never meet her parents or even if you do meet her parents and they know stuff about you whatever it's just a weird thing and it's not a deal breaker to me so really i think it's up to brian to decide how weird it is how uncomfortable it makes him feel and go from there but i would not be changing my relationship with this girl just because she cuddles with her parents right Brian, I'd say you can rest assured that if you meet this family one day and you're there in person, you will not be asked to come upstairs and cuddle in bed with them. That's probably the last thing that would happen to you. I'm sure they're just kind of chilling there. The The sleeping overnight part, I did stop at when you <laughs> sent this email. And, you know, for me, I I was with my mom up until the age of, I don't know, six or seven. Maybe I'd crawl in there because I used to have kind of a crazy amount of nightmares now that I think <laughs> back on it. Poor I really don't get them anymore. But anyway, I obviously stopped much younger as a child. And I really wouldn't think of going to sleep in the same bed as my parents. So yeah, that, that one maybe is a little peculiar. But outside of that, I don't really think Brian has to change too much of what he's doing right now, right? It sounds like he's got a good thing going on. Can I ask you a very, very serious, important question? Of course. I don't know what the label is on this relationship, but is cuddling with your parents cheating? <laughs> it's a good question. Listen, Brian, on the bright side, maybe this is just a sign of things to come. One day you're living with this girl and she's just uh, a great cuddler. So maybe it could work out for you in the long run. That's a good point. She sounds like she's quite a cuddle monster. And who yeah, doesn't? Not a bad thing. Who doesn't love a good cuddle, right, Brian? <laughs> Exactly. All right. Time for the second email of the day from a person whose name we do not have. Hey, guys. My boyfriend and I are in our late 20s, and we've been living in the same apartment for two years now. It's a nice, spacious, homey two-bedroom, one-bath, okay, which is great because the extra bedroom has been our home office since moving in. I'm a lawyer, and my boyfriend is doing his PhD. He really flexed it on us early in this email. So we spend a lot of time in the office working, especially since the start of the pandemic. We live directly under a family of three that we don't know very well, but we do know that it's two parents and a teenage daughter who looks to be about 15, 
16-ish. The problem that has arisen here is that where we live, schools are totally closed. So the daughter is home all the time and our office is directly underneath her bedroom. This girl is driving us crazy! With three exclamation marks, okay. She's in a room 24-7, often blasting music. She also does these sing-along karaoke sessions where she sings at literally the top of her lungs. And I'm pretty sure she's also doing some type of Zumba or step aerobics class up there too. Because once a day, she jumps around like a freaking kangaroo for about 45 minutes. And we just have to stop everything until she's done. That's a real, a real mouthful of an email here. <laughs> This all started around August of last year, and around mid-September, we asked her parents super nicely if she could try to keep the noise to a minimum. They were nice, and they said they would talk to her, but nothing changed. We talked to them again in October, and they said they were really sorry, but that they both work full-time at the hospital, and that there's not really much they can do since she's home alone all day. So guys, what should we do? Should we fight fire with fire and try to make as much noise as possible to bother her? Should we go Mr. Heckles and start banging on the ceiling with a broom? Should we write an angry letter to her parents? Please help. We are at our wits end. Ooh. All right. Well, okay. here's what I'll say. This couldn't be more applicable during the times we're living in, eh? Dude, this is really the perfect question debate for us because I am an upstairs person and you are a downstairs person. So I, I think we're going to have some interesting interesting perhaps contradicting points on the matter i'll let you go yeah. first please yeah and before i go what do you what do you think the percentage of people is right now that are at home and since the beginning of this pandemic have become intimately aware of their surroundings if you're in a condo apartment building duplex you name it what do you think the percentage of people is right now man like 75 percent <laughs> easily yeah like a, a lot of, I mean, people, For obviously everyone's stuck at home. One point that really stuck out to me that perhaps the letter writer won't like, dude, everyone is in this situation. Everyone's stuck at home and everyone's trying to make the best of it, right? So like, I would, first thing, I would ask you to have some sympathy for this girl because she's 15, she's stuck at home, her parents work at the hospital. It sounds like she might also be having a hard time and much like me dancing and singing, <laughs> help her enjoy herself. So that's the first thing I would say. Just have some sympathy. Perhaps calm down. Do not Mr. Heckles her. I don't know, Josh, what do you think here? Right. Honestly, that's exactly what I had written down here because, I mean, we'll get into all the things she's doing. And I think there's definitely an element where she's kind of going a bit overboard. Perhaps. But I do have here that you do have to give some people some space, some people some time to just do their activities at home. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of us are turning to home gyms as a way to kind of move around, get some activity during the day. So I think you definitely have to be understanding at a time like this. I think, yes, it can for sure be annoying, but you really have to allot some time for people around you to kind of make some noise and you got to be okay with that at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. And, and we would encourage you to do the same thing. You know, maybe if she has a regular time where she's doing this Zumba class, maybe you and your boyfriend can use it as your time to get active, move around the house and uh, just make your own noise. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure how organized 15 year old girls are on the Zumba time <laughs> slots, 
But if you do talk to her parents again, I was thinking that's something you could suggest, right? Like maybe we're all in this together. We have a 45 minute, one hour session where we're all doing Zumba. So you're not bothering me and I'm not bothering you. That's exactly it. I think you definitely have to try and come to a compromise. The best thing, like you alluded to, would be just to maybe have a discussion, maybe directly with her. I don't know how you, how does one even go? I don't like, are we knocking on the door? I think, I think we should leave. See them outside. Yeah. I don't know how I feel even about approaching people in this, in these uncertain times. I would say this. First of all, don't do anything when you're angry. Don't piss off the people that live directly above you. Because believe me, I've been in this situation. I live above you. I have the control. <laughs> so if, you, if you're pissing me off, and I, dude, I once had a neighbor. I know you know this story. We moved in. My mom and I moved into this place when I was 17 a condo we were above and the people below were just terrible. Like they're complaining about everything to the point where they literally once sent my mom a strongly worded email complaining that we didn't have felt tip coverings on our chair bottoms and that our chairs were making too much noise when they moved around. And you definitely never want to be that person. Dude, don't be that guy. Don't be harassing my mom or a 15 year old girl. Because I'm telling you, I did not make less sound for that guy. I probably made a significant amount of more sound. And he now has moved. So I won. (laughs) But to be fair to this writer, she's not necessarily going directly with the harassment route. A nice, calm talking to could be something that could be done in the future. Because the noise and the music seems to be at a pretty constant level here. You know, and, and at some point you do need to be a little bit. Um, you got to turn off the freaking music, right? Yeah, exactly. I agree. You with have you. to be respectful to your neighbors. And here's what I'll say. I'll, I'll go into a second little story time here. As you alluded to earlier, we live on the bottom floor here. And so we have a neighbor that is actually not always in his apartment upstairs. But obviously during the pandemic, he's been home quite a bit. I just think he travels. He has a different house not too far from here. Anyway. Life of luxury, eh? Life of luxury. So not too long ago, my girlfriend was working in the living room, which is directly underneath this guy's main part of his house. And she started sending me some videos while I was at work of these very unique stomping sounds. (laughs) And this wasn't some kind of normal walk And it wasn't even consistent like a run. It was really almost like a marching band. And obviously, you know, it's impossible that he's kind of marching around unless he's a real wacko. So so then one day, not too long after that, I happened to be working from home. And the same thing started again, mid-afternoon. And this guy is smashing my ceiling. It's vibrating. everywhere all all our stuff the glass was making noise so i just text my uncle who actually lives two apartments above me and i tried to kind of get a handle on what was going on and he couldn't really hear because he has some young kids and i guess he's not as in tune with the sounds as i am anyway he did do me the favor he went by this guy's house only to find out that our boy was giving online tango lessons (laughs) and That is 
He yeah. was he was giving a lesson via like Zoom to a person. Exactly. Wow. And apparently he's a dance instructor. I don't know if that's his full time gig or. Bro, is he hot? Side hustle. What's this guy working with? Maybe he could send us some selfies. <laughs> I don't think that would be necessary. But the point is, he really just didn't have the consideration for just how loud and fierce his tango songs were. <laughs> on our upstairs ceiling some serious some argentinian fury in those dance steps eh oh yeah he was bringing the heat and it was much too loud (laughs) so what happened so my uncle just asked him and this was actually not a bad strategy he asked him if he was doing any construction because he heard a lot of noise and was just curious what was going on and so the guy, of course, said, no, I'm not I'm not doing any construction. That was just my lesson. And then that made it clear to him that he was being a little bit too loud. And so we've only heard it a few times, but doesn't really happen that often. And I'd say the problem kind of went away. Wow. So, so just ask the teenage girl if she's doing construction. Problem solved. <laughs> exactly. But the point is, is that you do have to make some kind of contact to get your point across. But I think we both agree that it's best if you do it in a really nice and respectful way, because like Jules pointed out, she does ultimately at the end of the day have all the control. She owns you, you, bro. She owns you. Maybe record a video, right? A video of the sound and say, hey, like this is happening all the time. Maybe just wear earphones if you're going to listen to music. To me, the biggest thing is the constant music. The constant music, I can't think if there's constant music. And she says oh, yeah. she's a lawyer, so we don't yeah, want we don't want any legal slip-ups. Good point. And I have here written down, you might want to look into getting a white noise machine. That could change your life. White noise machine, earplugs. A similar story, I once spent, in 2019, I spent six weeks living in the Mexican city of Oaxaca, a beautiful town, highly recommend. And um, it's just like a totally different world there. And it seems like there's no noise ordinances. Mm. So like I, I still had a normal life. I was going to bed at like 1130 midnight. And there was this dude who must have lived two or three apartments like stacked on top of mine. Okay. My man would practice. He would just start his saxophone practices at 1 a.m. Like four nights a week. <laughs> Like, well, saxophone is, is the third on? most attractive instrument, so it's number one. <laughs> but in my mind, I was like, okay, this is kind of cute. This is a cultural experience. The guy's practicing saxophone, whatever. Also, the neighbors directly across the street just had roosters who just were like, they were just going off at like 2 a.m. So there's a lot of saxophone rooster stuff going on. So just count your blessings, man. Count your blessings that. There's no saxophone man above you. Because imagine if I was living above you. There could be a lot more noise. And it would be very, very sexually attractive musical noise. (laughs) All right, folks. Time for the second segment of the show. The question of the week. We spent the first half of the show answering your questions. Now it's time to answer ours. So Josh, this week I bring you the burning question of the week. What are your favorite pet names to use or potentially use someday on your significant other? And just to be clear before you start, when I say pet names, I'm referring to cute little names such as baby, honey, darling, 
your majesty, your royal <laughs> highness, stuff like that. Oh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was I thought you weren't. <laughs> you thought I was going to list more no, no, pet okay, names okay. to, to so, do with the royal family and titles. So I'll be starting very Duchess of Cambridge. Pet names, eh? Pet names. <laughs> That's a really good question. Oh, I'm, thank you, man. I'm not a big pet names person, or maybe I'm just saying that on air right now, not to embarrass myself, but don't be here's em- the thing. Don't be embarrassed, bub. Well, you low-key know that's that's the one I use most with my girlfriend. I have it right here, Bubby or Bub. Are you and serious? I'm not sure Are why. Are you making we... fun of me? I use that's what I call my cat. I thought you were making fun of me when you said that. Oh, really? Yeah, bro. Hold on. I did not know that. You thought that I was joking when I told you that? I thought you were fully joking because you knew some way, somehow that that's the word I use. No, bro. I've always, I, I always call my cat Bub or Bubby. And then in my head question why I'm calling him a Jewish grandfather's name. <laughs> and the same thing goes for me for <laughs> my girlfriend. For you and your Bub, bro. Yeah. I'm not sure why, why it's that one. Um, I'd say the other things I'll do is if there's some kind of cute food product, I'll go with that. Like what? Sometimes I'll call my girlfriend, like, what's that raisin brand? Or how are you doing oatmeal cookie? Something like that. Puzzling. I don't, I don't really know why I turned to that, but. How are you, Cliff Bar? <laughs> <laughs> what's up, feeling me, you I'm not sure why I do that. I'm really not sure. Interesting. Maybe it's because I'm a, I'm a food guy and I like food. I like my girlfriend. Do you ever so call her like late night hot dogs craving or <laughs> M&M's? I haven't gone with those ones. Uh, maybe ice cream or. Let me ask you this. Babe is probably the most common pet name of all. Yeah. I personally, like I know tons of people who use it. I personally have never been able to get myself to say babe. It just feels, it just feels weird. Leaving. It feels wrong. It feels wrong, right? It feels like I'm being lame. Not to say that people that call people babe are lame, but I don't know. How do you feel about it, babe? <laughs> yeah, babe and baby. I don't know why, but in my head, the guy who's using babe and baby is a guy who's got one too many buttons undone on his shirt. Is that, That's is that me. what you think? Why are you you're referring to me? I'm king of one, one not enough buttons buttoned up. It's my look. And and when you say babe, I feel like it has to be immediately followed up with babe, come on, or something like that, you know? And it's just, it's not something that I really do. I think baby is one of the biggest forces. I don't know how someone can get that out now. <laughs> That's actually a really good point. Like, how can you go all the way to baby and not cut yourself off at babe? Right. When Unless you you're saying baby, like, baby, and you're like a girl on TikTok or something. Follow my TikTok. <laughs> yeah even even when a girl uses baby it i feel like you have to really go out of your way to use that and and it if you use it out loud around other people baby just kind of sits there like did that person really just say that yeah right? let me ask you this another another question about your relationship we're getting very personal on this episode of letters go for it do you more often call your girlfriend her full name and does she more often call you your name or is it more like little names? I'd say that 
I definitely call her her name more than she calls me by my name. I'll get I'll get alterations of my name. Um, like what do we but, got here? Well, I I really didn't want to have to. Oh, uh, you don't want to expose one, yourself too much, but, eh? I guess uh, I guess I'll have to do it here. So I won't say it. You can say it out loud if you want to. But essentially, one of her favorites is to go replace the O in Josh and replace it with an I. Jish? Yeah. <laughs> that's actually cute. That's actually, that's pretty cute, dude. Jish. Yeah, it is oh, cute when she uses <laughs> Oh, my God, It's kind of embarrassing dude. to reveal you really thing. shouldn't have revealed that we just opened yeah. up a whole can of jish <laughs> you just jished on yourself <laughs> oh boy oh boy Ooh. let's collect one. ourselves here <laughs> okay so i think here's what i'll say though i think it's unavoidable that we all have these names that we use for each other or that we yeah. know are being used, that you just think to yourself, man, if anyone ever yeah. heard me saying this, they would puke in their mouth Absolutely. listening to me. And I, I'm I know, sure. Yeah, it's, I, I have, for sure, I've said some weird pet names that I can't even remember that are just like sounds. <laughs> like, I don't think I've used Moo Moo, but like, couldn't put it past me you know okay yeah i could see you using that i definitely don't i don't i definitely don't go the sound route but blueberry cake is definitely equally as embarrassing so what i don't really use that i'm just trying to come up with food uh food pet names on the fly here vector (laughs) (laughs) it's one of the most delicious cereals of all okay so we've gone over your pet names I here have some of my pet names that I'm not currently using because, as you know, Jish, I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> but these are the pet names that I wish I could have a girlfriend for just to use them. So let, okay. me, let me throw them out at you. Yeah. My number one, not my number one, but the first one on my list because I do have a number one unequivocal top pick pet name. Okay. Yeah. But on the list here, Baby Girl. Oh, oh boy! <laughs> uh, look, look. Let me explain. Let me explain. Please use it in a sentence as well. How are you, baby girl? No, see, that's so unnatural. No, but that's the point. That's I like using okay. pet names that are just like stupid and almost annoying. I just like baby girl. I would love to be like, "How are you, baby girl? What can I get for you, baby girl? You know, I got you, baby girl." Yeah, that 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 is really who you are and and i know i know it's not i know you're not saying it 100 percent serious and, I, and I i do know what you mean when really the point of pet names in the moment is to kind of go over the top and get a reaction out of the person you're saying it to because you know how stupid it sounds yeah exactly and so i'm gonna follow that up with another really really high quality one here sugar <laughs> i mean that's that's more alongside my that's on your vector raisin bar. bran sugar cliff bar level i really just to explain this one i really want to say how about some sugar from my sugar <laughs> that's all i want to say in life okay it's just i really have a hank a hankering for some sugar. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, and I'll give you one more. Do you, hold on before I get to that one. Do you prefer baby girl or do you prefer sugar? Uh, I'd I'd say sugar for sure. Even though both for sure, of them, for sugar. <laughs> both of those pet names wouldn't suit me, but I think you can pull it off. Yeah, bro. It's just like when we talked about the dating profile picks. Know yeah. your look. Know yourself. Know your pet names. Understand who you are as a person. I'm exactly. a sugar baby girl type of dude. Exactly. He's a he's a smooth operator, so he can pull that off. Oh, the smoothest of operators. My third one here is my queen. And let me explain this to you even further. Please do. I really, really, really just want to be sitting on the couch, like watching Netflix and go to the kitchen. Maybe I get a glass of water or a bowl of raisins. (laughs) (laughs) And I come back and I just be like, I brought you a cup of tea, my queen. (laughs) I just want to use my queen in really weird ways, bro. Right. Can I give you a hand with that, my queen? Is that inspired from I burn for you, my queen. That's a little Bridgerton reference for you. Yeah, okay. It's not inspired by Bridgerton. I just really I really feel like my queen is an underutilized tool in your pet name tool belt. That's interesting. And I think we could always use a few extra pet names. I mean, I I don't have that long of a list, so maybe I should give my queen a try. Although I think Taylor would hate it. I think she probably would. Especially if she knows it comes from me. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. My queen is just like you can't use it in the bedroom. Right. You can't use it in public either. But there's a very specific circumstances under which you can call your queen by her rightful title, which is my queen. And I, I just I want to be a part of that game. But you know what? I will give you my number one, my number one pet name and the pet name that I think everyone should be using because it's the best one. Okay. I like this. It's Boo. Oh, that is cute. Boo is the cutest. No? I've been on the Boo train since since 2004, Usher and Alicia Keys. (laughs) You're an R&B type of guy. So I think it it fits you, again, very well. I'm not so sure if I could say that one out loud but maybe i could start throwing it in some text you're telling me you can say bubby but you can't say boo yeah that's exactly what i'm telling (laughs) you i don't think i have that kind of r&b side to myself that you have i mean i'm i have a lot of flow everybody knows that you do i just think it's the most versatile of pet names you can use it as a joke you can use it when you're serious you can use it whenever what's up boo (laughs) how you doing boo how's my boo um just to be clear though we're in agreement that we don't really use these names out in public my man i don't have a girlfriend who and i haven't and i haven't been out in public since well you've March had a girlfriend 2020. you've had a girlfriend i'm asking you to draw from your previous experiences i'm telling you this baby girl i would use in public and i would use it openly wanting people to hear me say it wow all, honestly all of them i would use in public because there's nothing I enjoy more than making people feel a little uncomfortable because I'm being a little bit too weird. But Boo is definitely the most normal one. I would for okay. sure hit, hit you with a baby girl on the Metro, bro. <laughs> a sugar? Sugar for sure. But I, 
I need to rethink what context I can use sugar in. And when you say on the metro, you're not talking about random person. You're talking about your girlfriend. No, under no circumstances would I ever call anyone other than a girlfriend baby girl. I think that okay. that's that's like offensive, right? If I was like, exactly. excuse me, baby girl, I'm walking here. <laughs> yeah. That's a definite stay away situation. Yeah, that's not what we're getting into. I might use my queen, though, on the metro. Please don't. Like if, if there's an older woman who's looking very elegant. <laughs> Would you would you like to take a seat, my queen? Do you think you come across too disingenuous? <laughs> do you I I don't do you think? I think I think I certainly would. Dude, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, imagine you're sitting and maybe like a woman gets on the metro, she's like 80, she has a nice hat thing on, right? Like one of those, one of those hats. Right. Like a Bridgerton style hat. I didn't really like that show. But she gets on the metro and she looks tired, right? Imagine if I could I could get up and say, Excuse me, my queen, would you like to take my seat? I am but a humble peasant. Oh boy. So this guy is a character out of Oliver Twist now. Fuck, this podcast has really gotten out of hand, eh, Will? Um here's what I will say though. Speaking of older people, I am looking forward to the day where I can use honey and deer. Because I, I actually find it very wholesome when I hear older people using that. And so one day when I'm at the right age, I would like to be throwing those out. And, and, and I think you can use those on a very regular basis in public. It doesn't matter. They're pretty much just some nice, wholesome pet names for people to use. You know what, man? You don't have to wait. Don't, don't wait for life to come to you. Grab life by the horns, bro. Don't hold back. Eh? That's yeah, some just- good advice. Okay, Sugar, we're done on pet names for the night. And I think we're done for the podcast, Jish. It's been fun potting with you, my friend. Any final thoughts before we get into this outro? No, I think we were able to help the people on the two advice points. And our pet names segment was definitely a little weird, but that's what we're here for. That's exactly right, my prince. So thank you, everybody, for listening. It's been a fun episode. Send your questions in at lettersjulesandjosh at gmail.com follow us on Instagram give us a review if you liked us tell a friend if you loved us it's been fun guys we love you have a great weekend bud from the start know that you're that one for me it's clear for everyone to see oh baby